cool. All right. Cheers. Brad and I both have an ice cold drink and we're back on air, the Chillinois podcast. How's it going, Brad? I'm well. I'm well, Cole. How are you? You know, it's Friday, so I can't complain. Uh, folks that are tuning in, uh, you know, we if you're listening to this, our podcast with Tommy Chong is now available for streaming. So I, you know, wanted to give a easy follow for Brad, you know, no pressure. No pressure. Well, we can call this Chillinois next movie. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, so I'm now just we'll get all up in smoke. Yeah, all up in smoke. Well, I'm excited for the new movie that I pitched to Tommy during the podcast, uh, yeah. Kong Kong versus Chong. Um, I, like I think it. it's going to be a big hit. Yeah, with uh, Radon Chong. <laughs> yeah. So cheers to folks that are listening. We just took a sip. We're about to light up a joint. Well, I am. I don't know about you, Brad. I don't know. It's a school day. <laughs> school day. Yep. Well, uh, Brad, why don't you remind folks uh, that are listening uh, who who you are and who you work with? Cool. Sure. Uh, my name's Brad Spirison. I uh, Chicago uh, based journalist and entrepreneur. Um, I uh, I'm the CEO of a company called Grown In which is cannabis uh, news. A lot of people get our newsletter on Mondays and Thursdays, as well as education for um, companies to you know, more responsibly train their staffs on various matters as it relates to the plant. Yeah, Grown In is uh, awesome. One of my favorite uh, public... My favorite cannabis industry newsletter. I'm not going to try to get fancy with my wording. Folks, go to grownin.com, and up in the top right-hand corner, you can sign up for their newsletter absolutely free of charge. Um, it's some of the best cannabis news you're going to get in the Midwest with coverage for the Midwest. Am I right in saying that, Brad? I think so. Um, and, yeah. and I think, I think we'll um, – so it's – and so I appreciate it. Yeah, we're, we're – we started here in Chicago, where I live. I'm, I'm, uh, um and uh, about about eighteen months ago, so like the Chicago story, you know, we we is both the um, pursuit of additional dispensaries and 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 you know independently owned operators of all forms in Illinois, and and why the debacle of that, those licenses not being released, as well as the ascent of other other large companies you know so so we have the illinois market that we try to you know tell the stories of uh but as interesting and, and we're going more is in michigan mm-hmm. you know detroit's got a whole thing going on and the whole state of michigan's different than illinois which is different than the state of missouri where the governor doesn't really like pot so yeah um it's 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 a good yarn yeah Things are definitely uh, picking up pace. It seems like every other week, month, we're seeing another state uh, pass some legislation through one of their houses or sign it yeah. into law. It's a pretty crazy time in history. Yeah, I mean, then then you look at like a Virginia. Um, that's a recent one, um, very significant. I think it's the first southern state to wreck. It's, uh, However, the rack is not going to start until like literally like 2024 or 2025. Wow. Um, there's a long period. Maybe it's not like that rack long. Like rack sales is what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like t- 
two and a half uh, years from now. So, so they're, that state will go legal, but there'll be a finite number of people that could acquire it legally, which is kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like, so they're ready to like, they're, they're, they're from a normalization standpoint, it's great because it's progress, mm -hmm. but they're kind of hedging. They're like, well, we're going to do this, but we don't really want to do all of these things until much later. Meaning like, I don't know if that's part of like Southern culture and that's just the way, you know, if you look at the whole map, how different states pop open, but that's yeah. among the more recent ones. Um, and, you know, all of them going toward green is a good thing. Absolutely. Not to pop quizzy on Virginia, but like is consumption or is a possession at least illegal until sales start? Or do you know? I'm pretty sure you could smoke it un uninhibited, but, you know, sure. Um, how you acquire, you know, it, it's more yeah. of the ambiguous, you know, gray laws of whatever. But mm -hmm. like it's 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 more of an insane um, uh, structure where yeah, part of it you can do, part of it you can't. Right. They had that a similar thing going on in the early earlier. Uh, I think it was probably back when I was talking to Mike Fouché, maybe mm -hmm. even earlier than that. Um, they were having this scenario in Missouri where it's just like you're talking about in Virginia, where it's technically legal to possess. You can get your medical card, but there's no dis at the time there were no dispensaries open to right. dispense cannabis. So then law enforcement were catching people in a scenario which is like, okay, yes, you can legally possess cannabis, but how did you get this cannabis? <laughs> you know, and it's three falls in a forest. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's, it's a fun, it's a fun gig, but I love, it gets, it gets me uh, opportunities to have conversations like this with you right now, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, we try to stay pretty plugged in to what's going on in the cannabis space, but also like, you know, um, try to take a step back and, um, you know, talk through like, you know, how, how this, how cannabis is impacting overall society and like, mm -hmm. you know, what 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 other forms of culture are um, have the opportunity to flourish as a result of more people having access to this plant, um, not feeling like they're going to get arrested? Sure. Yeah. So, so like you mentioned, you do uh, training compliance. I also noticed you guys have you host really informative webinars, like on what cannabis banking might look like on the future, for example. Yeah, um, that was a trip, right? I mean. Cause I mean, I mean, how do you think it's going to look? And I'll, and I'll tell you what they said. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean the way that this is just obvious. I always tell my listeners that I have no idea why I'm talking, what I'm talking about. That's why I bring people like you on that know what they're talking about. But what I, what I am Dude, reading. You, you better, you better widen your Rolodex. <laughs> yeah. I don't, what the hell's a Rolodex, Brad? I'm going to make you, you're showing your age again. What the hell's a Rolodex? Your contacts app. <laughs> there you go. I just have to, you know, I got to run you through the ringer for your, but anyways, uh, uh, there's a 16 inch softball up the middle. Kid. <laughs> you're so quick. You make me lose my train of thought. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Damn it. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, you asked me what banking, what I thought banking yeah. was going to look like. Okay, so I think banking is going to come about before we have. Uh, I think it's going to be the first thing that we have because, and the reason I see that, like I, let me, I'm stumbling all over the place. Now you're I good. See, keep going, keep going. 
I see banking coming and being like officially proposed in legislation. Like in other words, cannabis businesses will be able to um, put their cash in banks. I see that coming before any other uh, monumental changes come. And the reason I think that is because, I mean, these people have so much fucking money in cash, you know, and they also want a little bit of access to capital. And it, I just think that since it's all about money, we're going to see the money stuff come out first and then the infrastructure stuff come out later. But what did you hear? For, what are, yeah, what are your thoughts you had? Um, it's pretty consistent overall. Uh, maybe from a different vantage point, from the vantage point of bankers uh, yeah. that are also lobbyists, that are mm-hmm. also, you know, more, well, better positioned to um, uh, encourage our lawmakers to pass such things. Mm-hmm. Um, which is part of the process. I'm not begrudging it, but but, but they basically said the same thing. So um, it was interesting. It was one from it was it was a woman from a uh, Michigan uh, CEO of a bank, 140 Michigan-based uh, uh, cannabis operators, and then um, Burling Bank, which does a lot in Illinois, and then some MSOs outside of you know where they extend outside of Illinois, and then a credit mm-hmm. union, something or other in Chicago, and they were all. Um, as it relates to like um, uh, legislation and banking, and and nobody is anticipating anything um, until late 2021 at at the earliest. Um, at least no one know no one like they're not no one can predict the future and anything can happen at any point. But they're advising but, the clients not to do that. They're advising the clients to say it's going to be at least another six months, even for the banking right. part. Can I ask you this question? In the next six months, do we have another election? Well, um, no, the no, reason I ask that is going. because, you know, the reason I ask that is because no. I feel like they want, they kind of won, I mean, they won this election for a multitude they, well, let's, of reasons. Let's talk about it. This you, is the, the federal level you're talking about, the Democrats in the House and the Senate. Okay. Correct. Correct. No, they're not, yeah, they're not like up for re-election until November 2022. Yeah. 2022. Okay. Oh, yeah. My timing was off. What? Uh, House and Senate? The same yeah. Year? House every two years, Senate every six. Every two, all two years on okay. the presidency. Um, um, and if you need more uh, info on the subject, I have somebody in my Rolodex. <laughs> 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 Yeah, no, I would love, I would love to get connected Wait, with somebody please. in your Rolodex. Um, so anyway, so so <laughs> it's not a political issue. So you're you're you seem surprised that they think it's going to take that long. Uh, I actually thought okay. it was going to take longer. Well, they said really, at the earliest. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason I thought it was going to take long, I had my timelines mixed up. I thought they were going to push it off so that it could be Got an election it. issue try to get people to you know come out for you know maybe i think i don't think the pot thing so mike Pouchet, uh you know the the edits and writes most of the news on grown in and is a um long time uh washington dc you know political operator <laughs> i don't know who's a political operator but he knows his stuff uh uh called early on you know, like just observing and hearing from folks in the Biden administration that um, the stimulus was going to be the big, like, 
they're going to pat you know there 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 are some really big jobs associated with handing out money and uh, not handing out money investing in a lot of critical things that yeah. precede anything related to cannabis it's important or not important as they see like these are big things so there's not going to be too much attention to do that so he called early on that it's going to be months and it's probably not going to happen in 2021 um what the bankers and he and mike moderated the panel uh what the bankers uh, said was uh, the one guy from, from Credit Union uh, said that he called out the Democrats in Congress saying that, like, before uh, they took control of the presidency, you know, there, there, there were votes to get the SAFE Act approved. Like, they, they, you know, there were no restrictions. And so now they have the presidency. They're not doing that one, one small thing to their chagrin, which might be the right thing because they're plugging a lot of other things into it. Um, and you can debate about whether or not you should just isolate, make the banks free. You're, you're, to your point, like without that, how do you have an industry? But then you also have to balance it with, well, if we're going to do this, how much are we going to invest in research and how much are we going to invest in um, wellness, mental health, like, and it's politics. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I don't think it's, I, I think it's deprioritized for reasons that, you know, I don't necessarily disagree with, you know, it's so, so the bankers said in the meantime, you know, you're, you're, you're going to work with someone like them and they're going to um, charge you, high rates they didn't say what they were but they have to be pretty high because they incur a lot of risk and then their big well they have to be pretty high. yeah right mm -hmm. I mean. their biggest ones uh they're and then the compliance they talked about like basically if they get a call from the government wanting to know something about one of their clients and their client doesn't have the right documentation and they call and say we need that documentation they need it or else they can lose their charter so mm -hmm. it's still kind of a you know very highly regulated in, in um, scrutinized uh, space, but you know, God willing, there are more businesses that um, you know in Illinois that you know dispensaries and, and grows and everything else. I think by that time there'll be enough banks, at least in the state, supported, even if there isn't any kind of national uh, issue. Is my is my educated guess? You know? So then you're predicting some action, and then. So if you said cannabis banking might take, what'd you say, six months or so? At best. At the earliest? At best. At best. So you're thinking it's still going to take another year before well, we see Well, what I'm thinking is there's going to be other, you're looking at the cash receipts and a lot of, you know, you know stores, sure. they're making like 10, 20 million. And you're going to be a bank that has a state charter that may not have done it like two years ago. And say, yeah, we'll do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, all I these see. things are, you know, all of these systems are built. I can insure against it. I'm not going to lose right. my chart. So more banks are going to get in, mm -hmm. is my prediction, if the um, government, but the big thing that will, you know, kind of clear out, clear room for everybody is like only when national passes can like city or MasterCard, like, you can really use credit. And once that happens, Jesus. Yeah, that's, I always say, I can't remember whose joke this is. I wish I could credit them, but I always say that 
and this is their joke. I want to use my Amazon credit card at the fucking dispensary. <laughs> you know? I so, mean... It's the dream. You could light one up rather than lighting a Kindle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, well, before we go to the latest in Illinois news, which I know yeah. there's not a lot to, to cover by, you know, I mean, uh, there's definitely, I mean, I just saw a house bill that was proposed uh, recently. I've seen that the social, equ- a social equity group, which I'll name in a little bit is opposing it for a, a few reasons that I've been able to identify. Maybe there are more. Um, so we'll talk about Illinois cannabis, but really quick. And I admit I'm putting you in a tough spot because I tuned into a grown in clubhouse and it was mike that was saying this but your best rendition of what mike was saying because i I get that it was coming from his understanding his experience can you talk to us about the biden administration firing people over cannabis use because i was surprised to learn from mike that Ah. it's not like like the way he put it, I guess to maybe put you on track to what I'm trying to get out of this answer is like, uh, I'm, I'm not like yeah, on. it's not like Biden. Like, it's just been a thing. Like Mike's been through it, yes. for example. He said, yeah. So, so to characterize, uh, uh, Mike started his career in the mid to late '90s, uh, working at the White House and working in uh, federal government. Uh, you know, is the staffer, uh, and the culture, like the 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 institution of getting a job at the White House or in federal government, like beyond whatever the the the, the laws are, like cannabis and any kind of drug use for very historic reasons, right or wrong, were in there, mm-hmm. and on even to this day, unlocking that is harder than many other um, positions. Now, because it's associated with Biden, the guy that could like do an executive order and say, yeah, it's gonna, it, it deservingly gets a lot of attention as a point. But I think um, those staffers losing their job, I don't think is a reflection or signal of Biden policy mm-hmm. as much as it is like a, um, an institution, like a, like it's just an institutional thing that they haven't, you know, they haven't gotten out. It's unfortunate for those people that, you know, did something legally and disclosed it and lost their jobs. I think that's a crime, mm-hmm. but I don't know about a crime, but it's horrible. Yeah. And, um, but you know, I, I, I don't, it's a, it's a more complicated issue, more subtle issue than like, Oh, he doesn't like it. He's doing this, you know, yeah. now what degree he likes it. I, you know, I don't. I don't think he's enough. I would love to see. Um, I don't know if you remember, back in like 2012-ish, uh, when Obama was president and Biden was vice president. Um, Biden came out ahead of uh, gay marriage before Obama actually talked about it. You know how he like would run his mouth and he said something and like hey, caught him off guard. Yeah. I would love Obama to do it back to him with weed. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be truly amazing. Yeah. I'm working on it. He said, "I don't know. I don't know if the statements are true, but I read this uh-huh. headline the other day. It looks like he may have done that to Biden with aliens. So he said, "I can't tell you. I can't tell you what I know about aliens, folks." In other words, saying he knows something about aliens. 
<laughs> well, I know I um, I like Sigourney Weaver and Aliens and Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just you, you. I don't even know. Do you have like? Did you used to do open mics or something or improv? Like, what? I have a lot of friends in comedy, okay. uh, aspiring, you know. But uh, I'm definitely a fan of the genre. Yeah. Well, I want to let you know that I appreciate the way you conduct yourself every day that you come on this show because it's, it's literally, I was talking to Justine about it and I was like, it was last night. I was like, yeah, I'm having a show with Brad tomorrow and I'm really excited for it, but I'm also like oddly nervous about it. Like more nervous than I was about Tommy Chong because this dude is so fucking like, he's just, you fire like a, Oh. Well, I won't use that comedian right now because I guess he's on the cancel board. Uh, but you're you're you've got like the the quickness of a just a rapid fire off the hip comedian, and I I fucking love it. So just want to give you a little compliment. Saying that you know, I mean, relative to Tommy Chong, you could say the same thing about like Matt McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, no, I had, I've had a little too much kombucha today. I think. <laughs> Um, you say that though, and and I uh, really enjoy talking to you and, and how you frame conversations. Thanks, man. Thanks, I appreciate that compliment. That that that's humbling to hear that from you. Uh, so, yeah, I the reason I wanted to bring up uh, Biden though is because I felt like some people, maybe not so much in the sometimes in the news, it bordered on it, you know, and I wouldn't even call it the news. It was maybe an editorial that I was reading, but. Um, in other cases, oh, you're frozen. You still there? Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Brad? Oh, there you are. Yeah. Um, for the first time in forever. Oh, you you couldn't Bye. hear me there for a little bit. Oh man. Well, I'll. I'll... Uh, for the first time in forever, I'm frozen. Oh, for the first yes. time in forever, you're I'm back. Okay, you're back. Yes. Sorry, folks. Also. Uh, internet it's the internet but anyways i was i was talking about like i saw uh in the news or like probably more in editorials but then also you know you see people on social media and i mean the point that i was trying to get you to highlight was that it wasn't like joe biden was reviewing this clipboard and was like wait a minute these people said they used to smoke pot get them the hell out of here you know yeah no 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 i don't think it went down like that i mean if he were really truly an advocate and, and his heart was in it, he may have overridden that and said, "This we can't do this anymore." But he fished the fry right now. Yeah. Yep. You know. Um, now, what he can, you know, I, I think I think he's been true to his word on decriminalization. Um, you know, and I think I think there'll be a deal made. I mean, the guy is from Delaware. The guy is an elected official in the the state with all of the credit card companies uh for 40 years i mean he i think he knows where the deal is to be made but um they're not you know they're trying to uh i i think do the right thing with with you know some of the other larger macroeconomic decisions and sure. you know we takes a back seat but if they're you know if they if they could stop locking people up for it that's a great start right that's that's just at least calling to you, Indiana. Sorry. <laughs> Seriously, though, Indiana, uh, what the hell? Not cool. Not cool at all. Um, you know, so Colts it, beat it, the Bears. I'm still pissed. What's that? Colts beat the Bears in 07. I'm still pissed. 
Oh, dude, I'm pissed about that. I was all fired up. Are you talking about when Hester ran back the first uh, yeah kickoff like he said he would? And I was like, this is about to go down. And it did. It did. It went down for sure. Yeah. Go down steadily. Sunk. Never, never came back up. <laughs> never came back up either. Yeah, that's right. Well, um, yeah, let's talk about uh, what's going on in Chillinois. And you mentioned Michigan and Missouri. Maybe we'll touch yeah. on those. Let's start with for our Chillinois, Chillinoisian listeners. Uh, what's the latest and greatest in Illinois news? Where do we want to start? Well. Uh, um... Uh, the Illinois state legislature is uh, in session. Uh, the regulators that, I'm sorry, the, the legislator, the, our lawmakers, our elected officials are there to do a number of things. Like we just talked about the federal government, um, you know, uh, impacting Illinois law, Illinois budgets, Illinois everything. Uh, there's a lot of issues uh, on the table uh, related to cannabis, specifically around um, the release of the class of social equity uh, businesses, dispensaries, craft grows, infusers. Uh, so there remains a possibility that by the end of session, which I think is Memorial Day, give or take, you know, uh, there could be a deal. There could be, okay, this is happening. Let's schedule this. I don't think people are totally optimistic about that. I think, I think more people still believe uh, that I talked to that it's going to be punted for another six months which will hurt a lot. Um, but that one has more of a related relation, I believe, to elections. We talked about earlier with federal. Mm -hmm. um, six months away, it's like, okay, we could probably get away with not doing this. But if we, do, if we again, do it in six months, and then we have an election a month or two later, and this is a real issue, our people are going to, you know, yeah. vote for the other person or not vote or whatever. So whether or not they feel heat. Now, again, I talk to all the people, like there's some people that are like a hundred percent, it's going to happen. And there's some people like, no way. And Mike is always, you know, again, like doing local and uh, federal until something, nothing happens till it happens. I think was his line yeah. um, that he said on the, uh, on the webinar the other day. Um, and that's the reality. Like it's, it's nonlinear. So, um, so that's what's happening right now in the state as it relates to like a really big part of the program. There's other huge parts of the program too, uh, which, so if you zoom out, you have um, what is now over a year delay of the uh, creation and emergence of 75 new dispensaries. So a very, you know, independently owned in theory um but you know more diverse set of ownership of cannabis franchises in illinois than what currently exists year later status quo um in the meantime the companies that operate here and i don't begrudge any of the companies i've worked with them now i mean i, I like uh they were you know for many reasons uh, fortunate enough to have secured an early um, license and build a business around it, or maybe acquire those licenses. And I think, I think the individuals that work there, like everyone, think that this is just not fair. Mm -hmm. It's just not, and and you get into this industry for a real reason. But you know, there there are certainly economic impacts of your your other stores not entering the market. You know. Um, you know, for, from the MSO side, 
the positive impact is, well, our dispensary brands can grow more quickly. And by the time others come in, we're going to have a head start. On the negative end, well, wait a second. We also grow a lot of this stuff. And the more stores we have to sell it, the more we could sell. And they're both mm-hmm. true. So right. I don't, it's not, I don't think it's, it's not the, it's not the industry. Uh, I don't I mean, it's a very complicated issue where the industry kind of has um, its stance, uh, which I think is pretty rational. Um, uh, then you have various representation for um, everyone trying to come in. Mike wrote a, a big article about um, uh, yesterday or the day before about how this could be resolved through litigation rather than legislation. So you got a, a number of lawsuits. Um, and then you have other states now opening up, um, you know, other programs that looked at Illinois initially is like the template for everything you should do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, I don't even blame, like I'm a journalist. I'm an observer. They're still saying that, honestly, they still, still say, well, yeah, we modeled after Illinois. Yeah. Um, and like, like it's, it hasn't worked yet. I mean, we, we did the stories earlier in the year on, um, you know, some irregularities in the scoring processes between the state of Illinois and uh, its contractor KPMG. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think it, it, it seemed through, through FOIA investigation that, um, that there, there wasn't adequate, you know, there, the, the, the training provided, you know, a couple of hours online virtually uh, relative to the uh, complexity and size of the job, like right. yielded what we now see, um, which is not, you know, nothing that people still don't know. Um, and that, that I hope history doesn't repeat itself um, in Illinois when all these things are um, going to happen again or in uh, New Jersey, New York, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, Ohio, um, Virginia, you know, and, and others. So that if, if like programs uh, from each state can at least learn from each other and then, you know, be less imperfect the next time, then, then, you know, that I think is progress, but progress is real messy right now. And it's, I mean, I'm, yeah. you know, our, our, our reading, our, our email open rates are off the hook because I can't make this stuff up. Can I, can I ask you what is a mind melter for me? Yeah. Um, with the way that it's structured, like, I guess is what you're looking for. You're just looking for more transparency, better training, you know, st- you know, reasonable requirements for the people that review the applications. I guess what I'm saying is with it just being such a small group of people, I feel like there's no way that this doesn't happen in every state. There's just going to be some lawsuits because like these applications mm-hmm. are so, I mean, I guess if it, if it really comes down to one or two points, but I just feel like, I don't, I don't know. It's just such a weird thing, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's weird and complicated because again, the, the, the imbalance of, trying to regulate at the state level a tremendously in-demand product that is legal in the state and federally against the law. Right. 
it's like that's a lot. So the, you, you have to build like workaround systems, and then you know, in a workaround foundation, mm-hmm. and then systems are developed on top of that workaround foundation, and like they're they're hobbly wobbly. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's like the anthropological look. And then in the meantime, I, I you know, I've I've only been doing this a year and a half, so. I'm like super connected, I think now in Illinois and, and, you know, more and more so Michigan, Missouri, but I don't know any, like people, you know, I, there's, there's a vast period of time of like institutional memory from like 2013, 2014 through 2018 that I could read about historically and and get anecdotes on, but I did not live through. So Mm -hmm. like, all I can do is compare like when I, when I, when I write and talk and, and whatever, what I've seen, and then maybe some like data, you know, historical projections, what I've seen in other industries. Yeah. Um, but I do see, I do see progress in individual states as well as, um, you know, signals in terms of how this, um, how, how cannabis will be regulated federally. It's just, you know, I don't know, when you, when you, when you take a deep hit in, I wouldn't hold your breath. That's a good one. I do these for you. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love I just, it. I'm here, to, I'm here to try to make you laugh, Cole. Well, you've, you, you're successful in doing Thank that. Thank you. You've done it many times. Um, uh, so, like, my, um, gosh, I think I may have lost where I was going with that, but I do have another like, question about this, this, this whole thing. Um, let me see if I can't. I don't know. Um, what about the craft grows? They were delayed indefinitely. Oh, oh, that's what it was. So back to we were talking about like what they could do better. So I think transparency. Because here's the thing: they 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 lied to us. J. B. Pritzker said. I mean, correct me if that's like a little intense to go in that hard. But I think they lied to us by saying delays were due to COVID when it was really due to. Uh, I could describe yeah, it a multitude I mean, of ways. I mean, that's, 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 I think lie is a strong word. I think we all, even to this day, use COVID as an excuse to get out of it. <laughs> true, true. Hey, I man, mean, can you hang out like, tonight? I don't know, man. I'm feeling a little nervous right. about COVID. I'm so, I'm so mad that excuse is going to go away. Why so, does it have to? Yeah. Hey. be more variants. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. That new ah, strain of COVID, dude. It's dang. More Netflix. More Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's a matter of degree. I think that and to your, your point, um, uh, what, what was communicated by the state of Illinois in the uh, spring and summer related to the progress of scoring was maybe, you know, they, they, they over-indexed how much COVID had to do with it relative to the thing not really making sense. Sure. That's, and, and, but what are they going to say? The thing's not making sense, <laughs> but they didn't say, you're right. So they're, um, the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. I don't think we got the whole truth. Right. Right. And I just feel like, uh, you know, I guess I see what you're saying. Like, how do you come out and say we hired this piss poor excuse of a contractor? Well, they still have. Yeah. And, and no, I, really, I mean, there's a lot of, I, I actually thought as like a media person that's like partly responsible for generating traffic. Not, it's not why we do it. I thought that story that, that Mike did would get greater 
pickup outside of the cannabis industry. And it got, got some attention. Like it was like, I think for the journalism, mm-hmm. but mostly the, uh, feedback I got from people like in like other industries in Chicago and other places like, well, yeah, it's Illinois politics. What do you expect? Yeah. See, but that's like, thing. ah, that's the, right. that's what's funny about it is that everybody is truly at the end of the day that's where we go. And I know. It's like that's a sad state of affairs. I don't. Well, I, I yes. Uh, so so I think, and this could be a stony point of view. Sure. That the cannabis industry, mm-hmm. and this is this is from somebody that spent many years covering the internet and tech industry in Illinois, in Chicago. Um, uh, that became huge, is huge now. Um, cannabis reminds me of the early days of that. My point now, though, is from a um, capitalism perspective and maybe from an equity and inclusion perspective, I think cannabis has uh, a unique opportunity and, and, frankly, responsibility to be um, more... I don't know, progressively led. I mean, I know the Republicans are going to hate that. Progressively led, but uh, like I, just more than just the white pe- white men that own it and operate it. And I'm a white man. I get it. Like, and but I think cannabis, like, can first of all, the product I think is used by more women than men. That's always a good place to start. Start with your customers. Who know? Um, okay. Yep. And um, the, the imbalance of leadership positions and board of directors. And it, it's not, again, it's not, this isn't like, I'm not trying to like, I'm more looking at it holistically. It's just not yeah. enough. Yeah. And I think cannabis, because it was forbidden for generations, but also is like a source of enlightenment for many, many people. You're going to do something commercial out of it, and I'm trying to, um, and everyone is, mm-hmm. but particularly if you have a plant where you um, license to do something, and so if you're good at what you do, you're going to make a lot of money. Um, it should be owned and operated by uh, a wider set of people and human beings. Absolutely. I mean, for some reason, hey, I got an email. Um, <laughs> for some reason, uh, that just doesn't make sense to some people. You know what I mean? I get like, it. Yeah, it's changed. It's scary. Yeah. Um, change for the better, though, light, right? That's what we're really shooting for. So, um, Incremental yeah. progress, you know? Incremental progress, absolutely. Um, <laughs> this was my next thing because yeah. we were talking about dispensary licenses. What about in and the controversy that has ensued with that? We've kind of put a halt on craft grow licenses from what I've heard, and it's almost like let's see how this plays out before we even start doing this because same uh, uh, contractor. Sorry if I'm, am I using the right term? Was it yeah, yeah. It, um, um, the, um, because of the unresolved situation as it relates to the Illinois dispensary licenses coming out, um, scored by the same firm KPMG with the state of Illinois uh, as, as the craft licenses, the, they're, it seems as if there won't be any um, uh, announcement or resolution of who actually gets craft grow licenses until the dispensary uh, things are resolved, which is 
unfortunate on so many levels that the two biggest are, I think they pretty much know who won those and it's a different kind of thing. And it's, it's uh, much more expensive for those people that have won it to maintain that operations as they wait every month, they're paying a lot of money, which is horrible. Um, and then from a supply and demand standpoint, you're gonna have new dispensaries. Why do you actually do the product first? Right. That's that's I've I mean, been I've been saying that because you know. Um, go ahead though. Go ahead. Well, back to the getting stoned in government thing. The government people are not stoned, and they're the ones that came up with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's uh, the the way that I look at that though. I know that this might be Hanlon's razor. Is that what it's called? Where you attribute. What's that? Occam's razor. There you go. Uh, you shouldn't attribute just, you know, everything to malice. But to me, it seems like pretty clear. It's like, you know, the store comes first. They still got to buy from us. And if you're like, if you lobby hard for that, I feel like that makes sense. But again, yeah, I'm willing but... to admit that that's probably, a, you know, Occam's I, razor. I get it. I get it. I mean, um, but then the pro, like, you know, what's out there it's 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 fun going around town and seeing more stores that are open that sell weed yeah it makes me very happy all the time absolutely uh and then you go in and it smells differently you know you know you're not in like the lord and taylor <laughs> yeah yeah well i guess my last question about uh chillinoy yeah. and then we'll you know we can quickly round through some of the other states you cover and then we can wrap up um what do you, this is totally obviously an open you know open ended question you can't you don't have any tea leaves around that you can read um, at least not right I'd now. Ginger, though. Yeah, you could go get some. Yeah, cool. I'll keep going. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, how long like how long can these people hang on? I've yeah, heard of, I've yeah. obviously not solid reports that I can share, but I've heard rumor of people slowly signing away their ownership. Um, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting because how do you determine the value of ownership unless there's like uh, sure. in, uh, a license? True. Right. 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 Yeah. Exactly. What sort of having a license and what knowledge that share like then it's like well wait a second. Um, yeah, I think it's tough. I, I, I think it, you're, you're looking at like a you know low five figure monthly investment to keep a lot of things uh, going for yeah. a very long period of time of which there's less and less clarity of if, you, if ever you're going to get any kind of return. So you're going to lose, you're, 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 you're eventually not going to spend that amount of money and other people are going to um, come in or other, other sources of funding. Um, and that's, that's kind of a good uh, segue to like Missouri right now. Um, you know, so one of our other states, um, this program the, the medical sales went live recently, like 2020, less than a year ago. And um, um, you, because of COVID, but not just COVID, uh, and other reasons, um, their, their problem is, okay, you have, you know, a handful, maybe five or six big cultivators, but even the biggest cultivators can't do more than like 10,000, 20,000 square foot. Um, you don't have too many of them, you don't have, you know, so the manufacturers aren't opening up and building enough cultivators. And then the stores, you know, are, are, are going and going, you know, I don't know if there's, I, sh I don't have the dispensary count, but it's it now in the dozens, you know, after starting off in like a trickle. And, um, uh, 
but you have many, many would-be cultivators, would-be manufacturers that have the license, but they can't raise the money to actually do anything with it. You know, it's like 10 million bucks to get a significant, like phase one craft done. And in Missouri, for a variety of reasons, including not being able to take the majority of your investment capital from out of state, you get a lot of people like, I don't know. And so there's a lot of sub debt, subordinated debt loans that eventually claw ownership of the company that's happening there, here, there, and everywhere yeah. um, to, to, to get through those issues. Um, you know, and that program also is like, you know, red state governor doesn't like it. People like it, 100,000 plus medical users. So, I mean, it sells. I mean, it, yeah. it, there's a huge demand for it. Um, but a lot of those people still go to like Collinsville, Illinois, or, you know, East mm-hmm. St. Louis. And um, yeah, and, and, you know, cross the river and, and, and get in some trouble. Yeah, that's just crazy. It is. Paying, paying an arm and a leg for Illinois cannabis. But hey, you know, if it's I your mean, medicine, I get Not it. always not literally, not... though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I should. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a digit here and there. But... Yeah, damn it, Brad. <laughs> yeah, what you know, I I, I want to be clear though. For, he jokes yeah. aside, I don't uh-huh. uh, I don't condone interstate trafficking. Never. But I also don't shame medical users. So if you're coming to Illinois and you're paying our tax dollars, good on you. You just be careful, my friend. There you go. We'll smoke it all before you go back. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So hey, stay in our one lovely hotels and restaurants and resort except, you know. And, yeah, and we have the lovely, Come the here, lovely. stay here. And then we'll have like a live consumption and you can come in, you know, and I mean, that, that'll never work, but it should. That's how people should think about this. Hospitality. I mean, there's huge, huge, huge markets. Once people, once people open up to the potential of everything we can do i think it'll be a lot cooler until then it's like this interregnum period of like oh it's illegal now it's legal and you get all this messiness that happens yeah it always feels weird just crossing a line and and then it's all of a sudden it's like oh it's okay to buy it here and you you know use it here that whole yeah you know thing i'm working on uh, my mom (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah come to come to Illinois. you can buy your legal cannabis and stay at our luxurious la quinta inn two and a half five stars the pool is out of order but god damn it you're gonna be high so it's okay <laughs> and and they have showtime they've got showtime showtime they don't even have hbo you can't All right not you know What's so what's going on anything else going on in missouri uh uh you know i mean um Mike, does, there's, there's a lot of uh, more litigation, again, in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could have impact on, on the program. There's, there's always this, you know, the, 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 there's a debate over the number of, like, cultivation licenses that actually be allowed to use. And then there's a couple of existential threats um, in Missouri that, that have scared off a lot of, like, out-of-state investors that I've talked to. Um, one is... Um, there's a very strong libertarian movement uh, within the state, and um, uh, they, you know, and, and Oklahoma is is uh, right there. And Oklahoma has a medical program that's like a billion dollars. Yeah, man. Uh, and a lot of people are like, "Well, we should. This should be that. You know, everyone could it, easy a few grand and a note from your aunt, and you can get like a dispensary license." Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Businesses, investors don't want to invest in that because you can't make money. You can't like it's too it's too open. 
Um, and and the, the existing license holders don't want that because they've spent a lot of money, you know, to, so there's, right. yeah. Real quick, I want to, I don't mean to, cause I hope we don't yeah. lose where we are, but I wanted to ask about Oklahoma since you brought it up. Cause I've heard that. Remember Ruprak from the last time? What's that? Did we do, did we, oh no, we talked about Barry Switzer last time. Yeah, that's right. Barry Switzer. Not who would you, who'd you mention this time? Ruprak, you know, yeah, uh, uh, you've seen the film, uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs> no, no, I've heard of it though. I've you know who it. Steve Martin is? Yes. YouTube Steve Martin, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Ruprecht. And it yeah. relates to Oklahoma, and you're going to find out why, and I think you're going to laugh. He's funnier than I am. All right, I just wrote this down. So, yeah. um, anyways, though, you're talking about, and I, it makes sense, right? People don't want to invest in something where the floor almost doesn't exist i think that would be the best way to because it's like there's no like dave wanstead the old coach of the bears you know they want to get someone with a high floor yeah yeah Yeah. so um my question is though like does that idea exist with other like i can get a fucking case of beer for like seven bucks why why are we worried about hitting like what is I'm not an economist, but and I've yeah. seen what happened in Washington where they they fucking you know the price is tanked. But my question has always been, like, and I get what happened that was bad out of that. I mean, people lost their jobs and stuff. But like, why is it bad to like that's that's isn't that capitalism? You know, yeah, <laughs> letting it no, run its course. I, I, we're we're in a transitional period right now. I mean, I'm, sure. I'm saying as a business supporter that that covered venture capital, private equity, you know, in the late nineties, Chicago yeah. tech for the first decade of the aughts and then mobile and then education technology and now cannabis. Like there are cycles here. Um, mm-hmm. This one um, there, this one has a lot of really distinct differences because of the federal illegality. So yes. um, um, the states that um, are now going legal, are are like the ones that you mentioned you said washington i would say yeah. you know i have to put california colorado michigan to a large extent into the group where it's just much more open it's easier yeah. like michigan's a little harder oklahoma's extremely open well i i specifically pointed to washington because they yeah. point to washington as a reason like hey this is why you don't want to do that like you don't want to have just well, a free it, approach to cannabis right um Everyone has Licensing. a different point of view based yeah. on what their um, professional incentives are and their sure. outlook on life, or you know, um, you know, uh, arguments for regulation. Like, right. like in more regulated states, uh, the product presumably is uh, better lab tested and safer, and you know, right. it clears a lot of things. The arguments against, our, you know, any kind of regulation are it, it restricts others and uh, independent markets uh, sure. from from getting in. I don't. I look at it. Is just kind of it's a story unraveling in like 25 30 different states at a time right now there's a lot of common threads but each state has its unique entrenchment point it's like a little microbiome and that's why you know i wouldn't be shocked to see grown in in other states coming soon how's that for a tease hey i love it chillinois exclusive i always yeah first here (laughs) you heard it here first folks um, well, hey, we're about it. Maybe we'll chew on Nork someday. 
uh, we're about at the top of our time. I don't want to take. Yeah. I don't want to go over it, but no. I wanted to make sure if you had any other. I mean, Michigan. You mentioned Michigan. Is there anything yeah, you want to talk uh, about there? Uh, uh, on Grown In, you'll you'll see a lot of reporting about a number of things uh, in in Michigan. The um, so that state that state is interesting because it originally went medical in 08 and then it went medical again in like 2016, like in, for a period of time where it wasn't. And then recreational, I forget it. It's like lumpy and like there's a medical program, there's a recreational program, there's, there's legislation um, targeted around like kind of consolidating these programs, uh, mm-hmm. maybe putting a lot more um, social equity provisions all across the state with, with, uh, a lot of particular things going on in Detroit that Mike is is writing about, um, uh, but that's 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 kind of what's going on there. I, I continue to see a fair amount of uh, Illinois um, operators and investors uh, taking closer looks at Michigan. You know, you might not um, you might not have the economic. It might not be as economically attractive. Like they might not get the same kind of return of investment as like getting a license in Illinois, but it's like, you know what? I love doing this. It's kind of easier to do. I'll make this much money. And guess what? I still get to sell and smoke weed all day. Right. Now I'm like working for their chamber of commerce. (laughs) Going to Michigan. And then, you know, they they have people that show up with guns in the governor's house, but, but you know, it's it's a mixed bag. Yeah, that state is fucking crazy. And then Wisconsin, too, just because, you know, apparently... I love their Delta 8 up there. uh, In Michigan? In Wisconsin. Oh, in Wisconsin. Well, yeah, because they're fucking... Yeah, exactly. Well, and then their governor apparently hates talking to our governor because he always rubs it in his face about how much tax dollars we're getting. Did you hear about that? Yeah, you know. (laughs) I mean, as it relates to cannabis, I love what JB is intended to do. I don't think he should be spiking any footballs anytime soon. Agreed. Very well. We shouldn't. I, I wouldn't want him. To I don't know which game. what touchdown dance he'd do, but I don't want to see him do it. I would. Yet, you know? It'd be awesome. He's yeah. he's he's as someone who reported on him for many many years. I know. Um, I know he. I, I share a lot of his point of view. Uh, and he's trying to do the right things. I think it speaks to how difficult, um, like running a state like Illinois might be. Yeah. All of that stuff. Um, you know, there's, there's some some work to do and I think he's the only one that can actually like force it to be done. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, let's see. Yeah. I feel like I interrupted you though. You were talking about Michigan and, uh, that's fine. I mean, in fact, you know, it, it kind of, we grown and started with Illinois, you know, that that's been one of our first, uh, uh, stories. So wherever we go, we're always going to come back to that one. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, folks, uh, grown uh, once again, it's a free newsletter comes out like twice a week. Am I right in that? Mondays. Um, guys, and yeah. Webinars for companies, uh, or, you know, representatives of, of companies that are listening. Um, I am able to speak English even though I have a horrible stutter and also, they offer webinars and uh, cannabis compliance training, which is what I was actually telling you about. Oh, I wasn't oh, telling yeah, you guys uh, that I can That's speak. the exciting thing. Too. I mean, they're all, thank you for being here. Like tell stories. Now we get to work uh, with many that are like just starting their careers in the cannabis yep. industry, you know, from dispensary agent to across the organization, uh, increasingly like um, uh, growth cultivation, all, all of it. 
And uh, I love the mindset of people that enter this industry, uh, either to start their careers or to, you know, um, get, find a different, you know, find, do what they do well within a different industry and in this industry in particular. Hell yeah, man. Well said. Well, yeah, folks, definitely check out Grown In. It's where, I mean, you hear us cite them all the time. It's where we get our, our subject matter to discuss most times. Um, and it's where you can learn and, and better yourself as a cannabis employee, you know, if you're in the industry. So definitely check out the educational materials they offer. Keep yourself in the loop with their newsletter. Um, Brad, do you have any uh, final thoughts or uh any any cool things in your life? Because uh, you know, I'm going camping. I'm doing a Cub Scout camping with my son on the, the week. That's this awesome. Week. So I'll, uh, I'm very psyched for that. And I'm uh, hope you have an uh, an awesome weekend. And Cole, this is really really fun uh, talking and catching up. And and you look really well. And I'm, I'm psyched to be on your show. Yeah, thank you for coming on our show. It's always a pleasure speaking to you. I like bringing in informed perspectives. Uh, that sounds like a fun trip. I'm sure good memories will be made. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I look forward to the next time we talk because I try to space it out, folks, so that there we have stuff to talk about. But I always look forward to talking to you, my friend. Oh, I right. have you on more often. I, I would find – I believe me, I look for reasons. So. <laughs> so Next time I'll just do a whole guitar show. Yeah, hey, next time we'll have you do, uh, you know, sing Kumbaya together and smoke yeah, some weed. Or, you know? or uh, everybody must get stoned. Yeah. Hey, and uh, I want to mention, I don't, are you still doing the, uh, if you share grown in with a friend, you can get a grown in t-shirt. I want to give yeah. some people incentives to work for, you know, yeah, so, yeah, folks, share yeah. the knowledge. I don't even have one yet. I see all these people like on the zooms with their t-shirts and he, I got a pillow. I, I a, saw the pillow. I was like, that I, just, I have the pillow. I'm not complaining. I just don't, I don't personally have the t-shirt yet, but I see a lot of people <laughs> wearing them and I think you should get one. Yeah. Uh, so Folks, there's an incentive to spread the wealth, spread the knowledge. Uh, get your friends to sign up for the newsletter. Keep them in the loop. Um, your coworkers, I mean, they deserve to to learn as well. So, um, and you, you, your incentive for doing that, you get a fucking awesome T-shirt. The thing I love about it, and the reason I'm still fighting for one, because I've been sending the link to my friends, and I'm almost there. Um, it's a white T-shirt. I fucking love white T-shirts. Mm. I mean, why would you make a black T-shirt? It's, it gets hot in the sun. I pfft. no, no, and then the green, and the, it goes with your whatever it is you might be smoking that day. Yes, white, exactly. White and the green. White wrapping, green inside. You know? that's right. That's right. Well, to that, why don't we enjoy? Spark some up, folks. Cheers. I hope we learned something today. And uh, Brad, once again, look forward to the next time we have you on the show. Me too.